Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, don't kiss live tracks goodbye just yet. Is there soon to be an eruption from the Van Halen camp? And inflation is impacting artists, but this time in a positive way. It's high-priced entertainment this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the most economic guys in the podcasting world, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Dave, and welcome to the pod, episode 70. Wow, we made it. Episode 70, dude. We're old. We have made it. We're getting old, getting up there, and we'd like to thank all our listeners as usual. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for telling your friends. Thanks so much for coming on the Facebook group. Yeah, hey, we love you guys in the Facebook group. It's been a lot of fun, so... uh, yeah, keep checking us out on the socials uh, at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram. Find us on Facebook and our private group at Guitar Dads Podcast there too. And we let you in. What? No questions, right? No Just questions in. asked, baby. We pretty much approve <laughs> you. You could be anybody. You could be a bot. We're gonna let you in. If you're a bot, maybe we we it, and you know we let you in at first, and then it might take us a couple of days to figure out you're a bot. And then yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. and then we'll kick you out. But you know what? Please come and join the group. We'd love to have you. We're having we a lot of fun times in there right now. So, yeah, go back. If you haven't been on there for a little bit, go back and uh, check out uh, our, our exclusive. Now, we're going to be doing exclusive Facebook content hopefully yes. every week. And we put our first post up there. And what was it, Matt? What was it? It was it was it was called Scotty Names Guitars. So my son Scotty, a bunch of our members in the Facebook group, uh, put up their guitars. Uh, pictures of their guitars and my son Scotty named them, which there's some cool names, not going to lie. There were some kind of cool names. Some of them weren't so cool. Some of them maybe people <laughs> didn't love, but, you know, you got a name. So, you know. Hey, you got and, your name, yeah. And here's the rule. If Scotty names it, then that's the name of the guitar. That's right? the name the of the guitar. Sorry, guys. The end that's of, just the just, way it works. It's just the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So there you go. So, yeah, we're having some fun in there, guys. So, anyway, yeah, a lot come, of fun. come check, check us out. Check, check us, us out. out on Facebook. And, um, yeah, definitely uh, comment, guys. We want to we wanna hear your comments on Facebook. We want to hear your comments on Instagram. And, um, yeah, heck, you can even email us, right, at Guitar Dads Podcast. Uh, or get, get us at, uh, what? What is our email address? Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail. Yeah. Yes, it's a lame Gmail account, but darn, we're there. So No, it's it's awesome. And if you have uh, suggestions for topics and stuff like that, you know, reach out on the Facebook group or, or send us the email. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. So thanks. All right. So we're getting started this week. It's kind of a big news week. News kinda. and no. Oh, we need the we need the jingle. We're gonna get the jingle. We promise newsy, you guys. Newsy, one of these newsy, days. Newsy, 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 newsy notes. You don't like it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> I like the other one better. All right. What was the other one? <laughs> the news and notes, the screaming, like the, that reminds oh, just me of like, and, uh, oh, like Muppets in space. Like, like Muppets in space. <laughs> anyway. All right. What do we get this week? So, uh, uh, no, this should not surprise any Van Halen fan out there. But of course, there's, always, there's been talk since Eddie died that they really should do a tribute of some sort. And there's yeah. been rumors of tours and tribute concerts and all this kind of thing. 
And the word on the street has been, you know, Alex is kind of, because he's kind of in charge of everything. He's been kind of holding it up, doesn't want to do it, isn't ready for it yet, that kind of thing. Well, it broke this week. The real culprit, who do you think it was? David Lee Roth. DLR, yeah. Of course. Of course it's David. So there's there's a rumor out there now that he's kind of the one holding up. He he won't give a definitive answer. I guess the rest of the guys kind of want to do something. They don't know exactly what, but he's kind of the one. Do they really need him, Dave? I was actually just going to say that. But I think if you're going to do an Eddie Van Halen tribute of some sort, you you have to have. Of course you do. The thing is, the thing is, though, is he's so bad now. Like he's so he can't perform properly. His voice is shot. He's old. It's weird. It's it's not going to be good if he does. That's probably why he doesn't want to perform because he knows he sucks now. Well, I think I think maybe they do something like um what the foos are going to do for Taylor Hawkins, where they, you know, they bring in a bunch of artists and each artist plays on like a song or a couple of songs and, in different roles, you get a bunch of guitarists and drummers, whatever, you, you know, know, and I think you're going to bring have, out a bunch of singers too. They could just have Sammy come and do the whole thing and be done. He could, but it would be weird. It's going to be weird that he can do like, like he can probably do a song off of like the first record or something okay, where he's so we not get Miles. singing as much. So you get, get Miles, Miles Kennedy. I like that idea. <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. I think a bunch of singers are going to want to do this, right? I mean, of course need, they will. This is you know like, who's going to want to do it. You know who's going to who should do the whole thing as well as Gary Sharon. Yeah, Gary Sharon will do it. I'm sure yeah. he's he he's been out there saying that he would. If he was asked, he'd do it. So yeah, yeah I think they so, bring in a bunch of guys, but I yeah. think he could still do something. I think he can still sing something. Maybe you're right. Maybe he does something dumb. I don't know. Like he does yeah. like Ice Cream Man or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Um, which is actually a good song, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they f- figure this out. Like I was saying, when, when we talked about this, like, I hope it's some kind of pay-per-view thing. I'd love to see it. Sounds really great. You know, what's interesting. Speaking of that, I don't know if it's like pay-per-view or if it's just, it sounds like the Glastonbury uh, festival in the UK is just like nationally televised, like on the BBC. That's so awesome. Like, That's incredible. Why why doesn't that happen in the U.S. for like festivals and stuff? Oh, well, well. You, we used to have MTV Live was uh, w- would always yeah. show shows like that. I was always watching those, and now they don't do it anymore. No, they don't do it. Yeah, so I mean, I you can know. find them online, but it's still not. It's just yeah, not the same. It's, it, it'd be cool anyway. Oh well. Uh, apparently, uh, Paul McCartney just did a blazing set at at Glastonbury. So yeah, um, I heard. You know, pr- pretty cool at eighty years old that he's rocking like that. So, anyways. Yeah, cool. Well, cool. Speaking of still, speaking of still rocking in 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 their old age, because you know, on this podcast, as you guys know, we occasionally like to kind of bash Kiss a little bit, and yes. we hate, we hate, we hate, just like uh, a lot of people out there hate when bands don't come out and play live, such as Eddie you know? Trunk, such, as Eddie Trunk always says. Um, and yeah. this is like that's going back to quick to David Lee Roth, right? Like you, even though he sucks. Now he can't sing. I would still want to see him out there trying to do something yeah, as a no, tribute to Eddie Van Halen, right? I wouldn't that's want to have any. That's a fair point, dude. Yeah, I would it want is. to see the real deal. Yep. I'm but anyway, so this. so Kiss, you know, been accused and proven to use uh, tracks recently. That's been all over the internet in uh, the last couple weeks. Well, apparently they think their shows are going so well. They just added a hundred new dates to their so-called farewell tour. Is this really wow. a farewell tour? 
No, of course it's not. It's all, this is like, this it's is like market. an ongoing thing. It's like, oh, it's a farewell tour. Let's sell a bunch of tickets. Oh, I guess you don't want us to leave. We're going to, we're yeah, going to keep doing Look, I mean, Kiss is an iconic band. They're going to sell these shows. They're going to have a good time. You know, I agree. It's a little bit lame that they use tracks, but it's like, you know, they're trying to put on a good show for everybody. I'm sure it'll be a fun time with all the pyrotechnics and, you know, whatever, you know. Yeah, so, Kiss, yeah you're right. Kiss, Kiss's, Kiss's performances, Kiss, like a Kiss performance is, is more about like the entertainment value than it is the actual like, you know, yeah, use, yeah, yeah. music I'm, and yeah. singing and all that. I mean, I'm not saying that excuses it because, you know, for years these guys did it live, you know. Oh, for, oh you no, they did, totally. Yeah. And you can't deny how influential as a band Kiss was. You know, I would say both, um, you know, performance-wise, but also, you know, in terms of the music, you know, like they really like kind of started this whole kind of arena rock thing, you know, yeah, in, they did. in the 70s. So you got to kind of hand it to them. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's lame. It's not the same, but um, I, I don't know. I, I think if you're a Kiss, if you're a fan, you're going to have a good time with these shows. Um, so, you know. It's good to see. I mean, they must have the demand. They must see the demand there. That's why they're adding the shows. Oh, of so. course, yeah, and I'm sure the demand's there. And I agree with you. Yeah, they, they, they really. You do owe a lot to Kiss, but in in their in their later years, you know, <laughs> well, it's, it's become it's become a bit of a thing, you know. So anyway, yeah, it totally has. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree um, with you there. So uh, speaking of old rockers, this is like an old rocker theme tonight, and we're going to get to a few more things. Uh, did you hear that? I just thought this would be an interesting little thing to, to, to a little tidbit to pass out there. So Santana recently passed out on stage. I know. I mean, it was well, a hot hear? one. It was a hot. I was joking. You got right. <laughs> <laughs> like seven inches from the midday sun. <laughs> but it was okay because when they when they um, when they wheeled him off stage, it was very smooth. <laughs> oh man we here all night try the fish uh, <laughs> man it's a hot one yeah so no this happened this Santana, actually happened. it was very concerning i saw the posts on social media from like people who were at the show it was very concerning he literally collapsed on stage they think it was heat exhaustion because it was very it was a hot one like seven inches from the midday sun and he <laughs> um and he went down on stage and paramedics had to be called in i think he was unconscious he fainted and, um, you know, they got him up and running. He, apparently, he waved to fans off, not up and running, but they got, they got him, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, conscious. They, they got, got him conscious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they, they got him conscious and they wh- wheeled him off in a stretcher. Apparently, he waved as they wheeled him off. So, you know, that means he's he was okay, hopefully. Sounds like he's doing well now and yep, he's, he's yep. recovering. So, I know, but what a scary thing. I mean, geez. Seriously. I imagine, I mean, I wonder, I, I bet it happened like when he does like those really, like climactic solos like where it's like yeah people think it was part of the show it just, like it was a, just yeah it was just too much you know, to handle and just yeah, passed out well maybe you should have taken a, a page from uh, tracy gunn's book and performed in the bathroom <laughs> it's nice you know because because cool. tracy blamed some of that on the heat so I don't yeah know, well but anyway. hey tracy it's it's true maybe like the, the like the bathroom had really good ac and he's like f this i'm not gonna pass out from heat exhaustion that's right um but that's what happened with Santana, man. Yeah, well, what yeah. a scary scene that must have been. I hope he didn't break his uh, PRS. I know. Well, I think that I, he probably got, has a couple of them. Just maybe you think one he has or two. a few. I think he's Just got maybe a few. a few. Yeah, maybe a few. Jeez, man. Yeah, that's a I scary mean, that, situation. <laughs> you know, we never talk about Santana, but talk about like a, you know another iconic guitarist out there. We, oh, totally. we never talk about him. But. Yeah, we don't talk about Santana that much, but he's awesome. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean. 
he really, you know, obviously in the seventies and stuff, he had his hits and he was very popular. And then he had the revival with Supernatural, of course, with yep. Rob Thomas and some other artists, Bunch which of was other an, artists. which was an incredible. I mean, that Did was really another an album. Like that album. I think he tried to do another album and it didn't quite work. Um, but that first album, he won like a gazillion Grammys. I mean, sorry, not the fir- not his first album, the, the Supernatural album, the Supernatural album. Um, yeah. You know, in the early 2000s. Yeah, I mean, that was just, that was incredible. I mean, he had an incredible r- run with that whole album. And, you know, he's still, he's still, he's still going strong. And, you know, maybe he's pushing himself too much on his touring schedule or something. I don't know. But, well, um, you know, it speaks to, he's, I don't know how old he is. I know he's got to be up there in age, probably mid-70s, he's 70s, right? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. He's probably, yeah, he's probably like mid-70s, yeah. Which which is amazing, like that you don't hear about this with a lot of those older artists that are out there touring now, the Stones and 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 Kiss and yeah and all these yeah. guys. You know, it's amazing yeah. that this isn't a commonplace kind of thing. Yeah, I know. So yeah, to you maintain really this take, rigorous schedule. Yeah, and, yeah, they have to take care of themselves, and yeah. it's really difficult sometimes. You know, speaking of that, you know, so, somebody who apparently hasn't been taking good care of themselves is Axl Rose. Yes. For a number did of you, years. Did you? <laughs> but did you see this? So so Axel, so this is what's really interesting. So what happened was they canceled a show. I think it was scheduled in the UK for July 4th. And um, this show was canceled. And, and basically it's because Axel is having real uh, vocal trouble and, you know, is really not able to perform up to par. So, you know, I think it, and, and this is the thing, they have been touring now for, you know, I mean, COVID aside, you know, pre-COVID, they were they were on tour for almost two years straight, right? I mean, yeah, they took like breaks, but they were like they would take yeah, like I mean, a three they... four month break, then they would go back out again. And this this happened for like two years straight pre-COVID. Um, actually, no, I, I would because when did I see I them? Say, Dave? I want to say four years. I got pre-COVID. I got the poster. I got the poster on the back two, of me. That was 2016. Look at that poster. Yeah, so four years they were kind of doing off and on world touring. With very rigorous uh, schedules, and then they started up again. You know, last year they started up again, and they've been they've been touring. And this year is the first year they've really started to do all the international dates, and they're keeping a pretty rigorous schedule as well. So I think it's just it's it was amazing that like the the four years prior to that, you know, Axel didn't have any troubles, but apparently he's having trouble now, and he's working with a vocal coach, and he's working with a doctor. And it's an issue and he has to take care of himself. And apparently he released, he, you know, talked about it on social media where he said, you know, I'm following doctor's orders. I'll read it to you right here. I'd like to thank everyone. Yeah, read the statement. Um, it's greatly appreciated. We apologize for the inconvenience of postponing Glasgow. Um, I've been following doctor's orders, getting a rest and working with a vocal coach and s- s- sorting out our sound issues. I don't know what he means by so- yeah, what does he mean sorting by that? out our sound issues. It could be that, so, you know, I know this as a singer in that if you don't hear yourself properly in the, like, your in-ears and stuff, then you're going to overstrain your voice. So that could be what's going on here is he, there was some sound issues and he really wasn't able to hear himself as clearly as he wanted. And he, and that led to straining his voice. That could, that could be what it is. Um, yeah. But apparently at the show that happened on um, July um, 1st and 2nd, he admitted to the crowd he was struggling and that he didn't sleep well. Apparently, he said that he slept in the stadium rather than their hotel. I don't, I don't know yeah, what. What? what? I don't know why. You that? know these guys are staying in like the best hotels anywhere yeah. they go. Um, 
and I guess he sang in his lower register for the rest of the, those shows. So, and then they announced that the Monday show is um is um canceled. It's so canceled. so there you go. Yeah. So you know we wow. wish Axel well. We hope that he recovers and they can play the rest of this these European gigs. Um, so anyway, yeah, but it's kind of interesting. I mean, just goes to show, I mean, and Axel is just like a clear example. Like he doesn't probably take care of his voice incredibly well. You know, obviously his vocal style is very taxing on your, on vocal cords. Oh yeah. It's it's amazing. You can do it to this day. It's a really good, I mean, he obviously can't hit the notes that he used to be able to hit, but he's, he's pushing pretty hard out there, you know, night in and night out. So yeah, I mean, these guys, it's like Steve, Steven Tyler, like what we've talked about. He's like a superhero and how much he can, he can sing like this for so long. And somebody so. else just had, just somebody else just had the same surgery that Steven Tyler had recently. And I can't remember who it was. I, I know I read about it. So yeah, if, no, any, I, if anybody I, yeah. out there knows, you know, comment, let us know. It happens to a lot of Sorry artists because. They keep these schedules, they overtax their uh, voice, they don't, you know, properly kind of dial back their uh, voice and they push too hard. Um, you know, it's 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 going to happen, you know, if you don't have the proper uh, vocal care. We've talked about, you know, vocal health a lot on this podcast. Um, it's it's very important. It's very important. And this is what happens. You know, it, it's going to happen. So, well, let's anyway. also hope that, you know, he's working with a vocal coach. Let's also hope that he's working with a songwriting coach as well. <laughs> because, you know. Yeah, this GNR you, material, this new the, GNR the new material. The new material, not so good. <laughs> not good. It's not great. It's not great. Not great. So, anyway. Yep. Slash saved all his best material for his, uh, his his project with the conspirators and Miles Kennedy. So He definitely yeah, did talked that. About he that. did that on purpose. Exactly right. So um, what else? There's some other kind of there's some big news in the um, in like the Spotify world. One of our uh, favorite yeah. topics, right? Dave? This seems to literally be in the news every week because we've talked about it now. For, this is probably the fourth week in a row. But this is kind of big news and not so big news and not yeah, good so news and not so good it. news. So tell anyway, the uh, the copyright royalty board. I mean, I don't know what this has to do with kings and queens, but anyway. Um, <laughs> It's like Queen Elizabeth. I thought what we is, didn't have a. I thought we don't have a like a monarchy in the United I know, States. I know. What does this have to do with anything? Um, anyway, so there was a. They had decided back in 2018 to up the rates, you know, given to artists uh, by a certain percentage. But because this has been held up in the courts, they couldn't actually, you know, move forward with that. Now it's been cleared by the courts, and they can now increase their rates. I have the numbers here. It's. Uh, it's a, essentially it's a 44% increase. It goes from um, uh, uh, 15.1. It goes from 11.4% uh, to 15.1%. So that increase doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, given what we've talked about recently, you know, artists really could use any any bump they can get. The only problem with this, and this is the this is the it was not a win for uh, artists in the sense that the language didn't change for. Uh, you know, bundled, uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like a bundled service, like bundled services, right? Uh, yes, which that that's affects, right. That that affects the streaming. That's a, that's a, a, a that that affects you know how much artists are paid. So if you like bundled bundled services, being like you know family accounts and and things like that. So yes, you know if if I listen to a certain song in my household, it's it only counts as one one stream versus. If I That's have multiple right. accounts in my household, it counts as however many accounts that I have. That's right. So this is so. so this is actually a very interesting thing that happened. So Dave, you know what's unclear to me when I read about this? It's unclear to me 
um, if this is like how this is actually going to be implemented. Did you what what did you what were you able to kind of suss out when you read yeah, about this? Yeah, there's there's a lot of different I read a lot about this and there's a, there's a lot of different takes and I can't I I agree. I don't know. I I don't understand. I feel like there's still going to be some things held up in the courts because I feel like this is going to spawn a whole new series of, you know, legal action because they also yeah. have to yep. figure that this only goes from 2018 to 2023. They also have to figure out now from 2023 to 2027. Yeah, what's it go yeah. So it's like a four-year span? I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, like five years around there. Or five-year span. Yeah, 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 apparently yeah. that's what it sounds like to me. But yeah, so what's interesting, what I read about this was it's not clear, like, obviously, like, Spotify. What's interesting, it's like Spotify, Amazon, and who's the other one? Pandora. So yep. they're really uh, fighting this in the courts. Apparently, Apple is not involved in these these lawsuits um, it's, it's, you know, and you know, a- Apple's the second largest uh, streaming service behind Spotify. So you think they'd be very interested in this, but apparently they're like letting the other ones, uh, duke it out with the government on this, which is interesting. But what's unclear is they, it seems like they're contesting the streaming s- services are contesting. Well, that's up to the publisher to pay that we negotiate our royalty right. rates with the publishers. It's yep. up to the publishers, meaning and the publishers are usually the, um, the major the labels. labels. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's up to them that they have to honor this and pay the artists. Right. And the labels are like, wait a minute. Like this, you guys are making all the money off this. That's right. <laughs> so it's it, like, there seems to be like, there's going to be this ongoing argument of, okay, you know, the government is saying we need to up the royalty rate. Um, but you know who actually is responsible for coming up Who's with responsible? that? Who's responsible? And it's yeah. a good point. I don't. I almost not that I want to side with a record label here, but in, in, if you think about it this way, you know, if you're record label X and you signed a, a deal with you know artist whatever, and yeah. it's this this is the contract you've agreed to pay them X amount of dollars. So yeah. now this thing comes about, and the streaming services are saying, hey, no, you guys got to you, you guys got to contribute to this and up your share of the game here. No, 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 that's not what we that's not what we agreed upon when the when the docs were signed. So I kind of I can understand this from a publishing standpoint. It really has to fall. Uh, directly onto the streaming services here. Yeah, I, I think that's right. That's probably where this would end up. Apparently, there was a couple of, of senators that said that kind of called out the, the streaming services, like, "Wait a minute, like you guys are on the hook for this." So I'd that's be right. interested to see, like, maybe there's legislation that gets passed. Maybe you know, maybe our dreams are coming true here, David. Seems like the government is on the side of the artists, which is great news. Um, you know, so maybe there's, you know, maybe, but this is the thing, you know, maybe this will lead to higher prices for streaming, which, you know, Oh, you know, it will be, we've been talking about this for the last year and we know it's coming and And, and what's your breaking point. We all have our thresholds where we would say, well, you know, it's not worth it, but that's a long way for, from where I am right now with what it costs. Think about, think about how much Amazon has raised the price of prime and how many people are members of prime and don't even pay attention. You know, I think they could raise it, you know, two, three dollars a month. People wouldn't blink an oh, eye. Oh, easy. The, easy. Ar- the artists get paid what they need to get paid. And, you know, and life is good for everybody. I, I think that's what should be happening. If I, you know, I-, I think it's like, no, they need to be, they need to say, nope, you're you're on the hook as a streaming service to pay right. this to the publishers. Uh, or maybe there's a split, you know, there's something, I read something, there's a 75-25 split that happens now, you know, maybe there needs to be a different split. I don't know, but they need to work it out. And hopefully this is, you know, so overall this is good news for the artists, for the owners of this stuff. So I don't know. 
but I think I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see this continue to happen, and, and the streaming services are just going to really drastically in, in, increase prices. So maybe it's more than you know two three dollars a month. Maybe it's like ten bucks a month more or something. So, yeah, and, they, and this is still being hung up too because these retroactive payments because they're these artists are due money. That's from right. Back dating back to 2018 in the U.S. Copyright Office is 2018. You know, yeah, yeah, the U.S. Copyright Office is this, saying this is going to be delayed because this is still being held up in the courts. So yeah, yep. You know, it's it's a shame. It really is. But, you know, like we've talked about time and time again and, and more recently in the last several podcasts, go back and listen because it's kind of interesting yeah. conversation. Go and, back and listen. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, time and time again, these artists, we need to be supporting these artists in so many different ways. And one of the best ways you can support them is going to actually buy their music and go to a show, buy their merchandise. Merch. Because that's how they're making their money. They're not making their money because you, you pull up Apple Music and, and say, yeah, I want to listen to, you know, Santana today. Let me pull up some, not the Santana needs any more money, but, you know, yeah. a lower level artist. And that's not how they're making their money. You have to go support them more directly. So. That's right. Yeah, I mean that we've talked about this a lot, and that's exactly right. You know, if you care about a band, an artist, you know, go on their website, buy their merch, support them. You know, buy buy stuff from them. Doesn't even have to be the music because that's that's actually a good point. Dave. I don't buy a lot of music because I love the streaming stuff, and it's so convenient for me. But like we always talk about, we'll go buy the merch, we'll go to the concert, you know, right. and we'll support them that way. And I think that's you know we all need to just understand that. We're getting such an incredible uh, value out of these streaming services. And, you know, it, it doesn't really, you know, this is a small, small uh, victory, I would say, for the artists. Um, and, it, you know, it's unclear when they're even going to get paid. So it's like, you know, you still got to go out there and support these people. So That's right. if you value this, which as listeners to this podcast, we know you do. We know you do, so go yeah. yeah, and 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 go buy the music because how many shows can you? And we talked about how many how much concert tickets are, are, are you know going for these days, which we all know. And and it's if you can't afford to go to see a show, fine. That makes that everybody understands that. But go go buy the music. You know, give the artist a little bit of cash. Yeah, if you I, really I like the artist and you want to support them. Yeah, if you want to support them and want them to continue to to do this, then you got to make it worth their while to do it. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we need to as as you know, as music fans is is what we need to collectively understand right now in this world where it's a battle. It's just a yeah, battle. It's a total so. battle. We've we've gotten lazy as music fans because of streaming services, you know, back in the day, your favorite band or uh, you know, dropped a record and you were at the record store purchasing it that day or the That's next right. whatever. You know, and now it's just like you said, it's so convenient. Oh, what do I want to listen to today? Let me pop on Apple and maybe the algorithm will suggest something to me. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so this is interesting. You know, hopefully it works out well in the end, but I don't know if it will. Yeah, but... Uh, Anyway, so let's uh, let's move on. Let's actually go back in time for, for some of these artists and how some of these guitar guitarists became guitarists. Yeah. What do you think about guitar lessons? Guitar lessons? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do I need one? Yes. Anyway. I mean, I mean, I mean, Dave. Maybe I mean, you should yeah, be yeah, close attention. Maybe you should, yeah. should play. Pay close attention to this topic. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to sit back and let you handle this one. I'm going to listen to this. Well, I'm one. actually interested what you think as someone that's more on the beginning beginner end of guitar playing because it, that's because a stretch. because this is the thing, right? So so 
you know, this is the question is, what about online guitar, you know, I guess like, I guess it's lessons <laughs> or courses yeah, yeah, or things like or this, cor- tutorials, yeah. right? So, you know, I if you guys are like us and you're on YouTube a lot, you're inundated with, you know, ad after ad about this course and that course and oh you you can b- be an amazing guitarist and not even have to know any chords or or, or notes you know and like all this <laughs> yeah, musician so many, the, and it's the, like there's oh. so much yeah there's there's a ton out there and it's a there's a lot of you know it it it, you you definitely you definitely kind of have to weed through some of the the marketing tricks here where it's like you know do you not understand music theory well this is this course is for you right i mean yeah of course nobody understands music theory <laughs> well rick piatto <laughs> does no rick piatto <laughs> does no but it's like the average person like me you know it it's it's a struggle so you know you hear something like that but then you can't necessarily fall into these you can't fall for some of these gimmicks but yeah there's a ton of stuff out there and who know i don't i never know what to listen to or what to watch and so, so i try to i end up falling on like you know just a lot of the free stuff that's out there well here's this is what i was just going to say the free stuff is amazing so we so we always talk about we're in the golden age of guitar gear we're also in the golden age of guitar like you know um info right like information and things That's out true there for and anything. Let, yeah for anything right we are the, in the how we are in the how to you know this is like a mecca right to this the, the era that we're in for anything how to is amazing it's unbelievable like when i was learning guitar this is where we get into you know i walked uphill on the snow to school um you know when i was <laughs> learning ways. guitar we didn't have well we had the internet when i was learning guitar because uh, I learned a little bit later in life. I learned when I was in college, um, when I was about 19. Um, you know, when I would download tabs like nonstop and I would print out yeah. tabs. And yep. that's how I would f- uh, figure out songs. And, you know, and, and I, you know, I didn't have anybody to show me what to do because I wasn't going to go like pay for guitar lessons or something. My parents didn't care at that point. I was in college. I was already costing a fortune. They weren't going to pay for guitar lessons. And I also felt like I don't really need it. I can download these tabs and I can figure it out. And I had like some uh, friends who play guitar. If I could, I got really stuck on a part, I'd, I'd ask them, I'd be like, do you guys know how to do this? Or I would like, I would watch um, like DVDs of my favorite artists and watch what they're hands were doing and try to figure it out i did actually so back in the day like i did actually get some like uh, dvds like guitar like course dvds which were kind of helpful and there's some legendary ones out there that people talk about you know um that you know are probably still extremely good to this day but you know with the age of the internet and youtube in particular it's just exploded over the last 10 years and there's just so much information, so many people out there, you know, teaching. And, you know, some of the largest channels, I think the largest guitar-related YouTube channel is Marty. is Marty Music. And, I, you know, yeah, he's lessons. Channel. He's amazing, yeah. right? And he's lessons, and he does it pretty much all free. I don't even know if, if Marty has, like, a pay thing. I don't think, I don't think he has a – or maybe he does, but I just – I never – I, I know that I can he does so much great free content that I probably don't even pay attention to some of the stuff that he says in the beginning of his videos because I know that he's going to deliver he's just going to tell us time. how to play yeah, yeah you're right so but I remember so, yeah. it's funny you mentioned that though because it's funny you mentioned back in the day because we when you picked up when you started learning guitar 
so did I. That's right. And I remember these conversations we would have with tabs. I did the same thing and print them out. And I, but I, I'm the type of learner that struggles when I have to look at something and then do something. Yeah. I on paper. I need yep. to physically I I learn so much better when I see somebody do it in front of me and then I kind of replicate yeah, what I'm of seeing. Of course, right? And I used to do that with you and you'd teach me how to play things, you That's know? true cuz I, I would figure it out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cuz you'd figure it out and then you'd show me. That's but that's what guitar that's why like an in-person guitar thing, you know, a lesson is so important cuz that's what it does, right? And that's why it's worth the money. Um, so that's the thing, right? So I think that's the question. Like, do you even have to see an in-person guitar teacher these days? Like, is it even, is it necessary for someone that's like a hobby player? Like, probably not. I mean, yes. I would disagree. You know? Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Tell me why. there's There's different styles of learners out there. And I think the really good instructors can identify the type of learner that you are and the type of guitarist that you can become. And they can help guide you down the right road, right? So if you are somebody like me and you're and you're just learning, you're really kind of at the very beginning okay. stages of things, and you're pulling up a video, this is why so many videos confuse me because I may think, Oh yeah, I want to learn to play that song, or yeah, I wanna to learn to I wanna to learn to play, you know, this style or or work on a on a on a on a you know, a a twelve bar blues or something like that. Depending on what I watch, sometimes I just end up turning it off because, hey, this person isn't really no, – I, I don't yep. get what this person's teaching me. Yep. No, Dave – And it's that, not their fault. It's just that it's me. It's a me problem. Well, and I, I feel like the, the in-person guitarist, yeah. uh, the in-person guitar uh, teacher can identify those types but of you things. Would, but here's the thing. that What you're saying is all true. You might find an in-person teacher that doesn't jive with you either. Right? Fire them. So, well, that's the thing. It's like it's much easier to go to a different YouTube – channel because there's a gazillion of them then find a different in-person teacher you know you know yes these guys exist but i think with the advent of youtube you know it's hard to find them i mean i know i've taken a couple in-person lessons and the guy um that i took him from amazing guitar player plays in a amazing eagles tribute band now um you know he doesn't have any time like you can't get a lesson with him you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's teaching nonstop. He's teaching online. He's teaching kids. He's teaching adults. Like it's, it's, you know, he's doing well for himself. And and that's in, you know, I think that's what it is, is these people that are really great are, are few and far between. However, you know, also with the advent of, um, the internet is you get zoom, you know, you can do remote, you know, even before the pandemic, this was a big thing where these, yeah. these guitar players that were in demand, you know, great teachers were doing zoom, things and and that's and that's just awesome that's like i said like it's like such an information age we're in that it's just like the sky's the limit with how you can learn but, but um, there are some there are some brilliant teachers out there i took piano lessons when i was a kid and i had i i was very much a play by ear kind of player yeah. and i tried to take lessons with the more traditional methods and i didn't do well and my parents made a point to find somebody who really taught by taught the by playing by ear. And I, I remember going to this person's house and learning a completely different way of playing piano. And I did really, I loved it. I, I kept up with it and I, and I felt like I learned so much more. That's the, that's what I'm talking about with the right. If you can find the right in-person yeah, teacher, whether true. it's, whether it is virtually or in yeah, person, but someone that can give you the direct watch you yeah. play and give you the, so I think that's where, I think that's the big thing with in-person things or, you know, sorry, a one-on-one type of a lesson 
is that you can get direct um, feedback on what you are doing. They can yeah. watch you immediate play feedback. and give you immediate feedback and say like, no, well, you know, the, you know, that's good. Work on this. Work on that. You know, that kind of thing, and give you that immediate constructive um, uh, feedback. And that's what you don't get with all the YouTube stuff and the pay stuff, you know, even the pay stuff on YouTube where you go to, you know, whoever it is, you know, Paul David's as an example, looks like he has an amazing course, you know, what's his name? Oh, they got, um, all these guys have great stuff yeah, that's Tyler, out there. And speaking Tyler, of supporting, you yeah. gotta, anybody who, who watches a lot of the, the, the usuals on, on YouTube, go and go and go, go and support them by, you know, buying one of their lessons because they, they're not just um, doing this, you know, they're not just, uh, you know, making their living out on YouTube, giving stuff away for free. They're, they're putting their, their, you know, their blood, sweat and tears into putting some of these lessons, oh, these so lesson projects together it's and so putting true. them out there online. So yeah, that's a go good point. Them. So, so that's what, so let's get into the YouTube thing a little. I think we talked about, you know, this is why in person is incredibly can, can can be great for the if you're into that and you really want to spend a little bit of money to improve quickly. I think that's the other thing. If you want to improve quickly and you really want to kind of devote some serious time and money into it, you know, then the getting somebody in person, you know, one on one is going to be probably the route, route you want to take. If you're a little more casual about it, you know, there's unlimited n- amount of resources on YouTube. And let's talk a little bit, Dave, about which ones are good. We mentioned Marty, so like Marty is great. He has so many different lessons out there, and if you search for like anything guitar related, he's probably going to pop up. Like how to he's going to be the number one. Yeah, yeah, like how to play this song, how to do this. I think he does some technique type of uh, videos. I mean, he's just so incredible. So Red Shell is great. Corey Congilio. I mean, there's a lot. Corey Congilio. I'll call him. I'll call him. Con- Corey Congilio, especially if you're into blues, unbelievable teacher. He just has oh, a way. He just has a way about him in his teaching approach. That's amazing. Oh, he's got such a great yeah. That, um, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. When you find it, when you can connect, yeah, with with an instructor, you're gonna learn better because yeah. it's just you you and that person just jive well. You know, you understand them. The other guy that I've learned a lot from on YouTube is Justin Guitar. Yes. Um he's Very, yes. He's Excellent he's teacher. amazing. I think he's another one that does 100% free. You can go to his website and give him like a donation if you like what he's doing, but he's all free all the time and you know he you know we got to support these guys, you know. I'm sure like Marty I know has all kinds of endorsement deals and they pay him to advertise stuff. I'm sure Justin oh, yeah, has of a sim- I'm sure Justin has a similar thing. Um, you know, these guys are just so great. They've devoted like their lives to teaching. The other guy that I love that has taught me so many songs and different things is uh, Guitar Lessons 365. You know that? Yes. What's the guy's yeah, name? Carl, Carl Brown. Carl Brown. Ama- he, yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's, great. And he's another great teacher. He really uh, is. He's great. I mean, he walks through. If you want to walk you through them so well. If you want to learn a solo He's a great guy to for most kind of popular like classic rock songs. He's got the he's got the thing up there, right? So yeah. I you know I you know and he walks you through note by note what, what what's going on. So I highly highly recommend checking out that that channel as well. You know yep. and um, Steve Stein another one. Oh yeah, Steve Stein's great. Yeah, he's good. He's another one. He actually runs quite a big um like paid guitar lesson. Oh, he thing. totally. Does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. forget what the, it's the called. stuff that he offers for free on YouTube is fantastic. He's got good. You know, there there is there's a bunch of guys like that that have really, from what I understand by just their approach, I'm sure they're paid, um like kind of courses that they offer. Incredibly good guys like um R- Robert Baker. 
you know, yes. um, guys like Paul Davids. Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, what's the channel, Dave? Uh, Tyler Tyler Larson. Um, oh, music is win. Music is win. Thank you. He's yep. you know he's got a great approach. There's so many great. Yeah, that, guys that's, this there. stuff takes a lot of talent too. Yeah. It's not just the the fact they're not their talent just to play the instrument, but there is a talent level with teaching something. And you, you, know? you, I totally agree with you. And that's where I think these guys excel. And you know what's amazing about that is like what a v- value you get from these guys when you can get a whole guitar course that's like literally like hours and hours and hours of lessons for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you know? <laughs> where else are you going to get that? Yeah, it's like, it, it's kind of the value proposition is there, you know. But the, here's the thing about that, right? Here's the downside of that. You have to be motivated and kind of self-directed to get through those things and get get it and get up, get something out of it, you know. So, right. so yeah, you know, if all... you're that type of player, you know, so. Yeah. Hey, you know what? What you put into it is what you're going to get out of it, and that's that can't be over. That cannot be overstated. You know, that's true for anything in life, but definitely for this stuff. The Um, the other thing, I think you got to find the right. You got to find the right instructor. You you do. You do. The other thing I want to shout out that I think is an amazing resource, and we're not endorsed by these people, although we'd love to be endorsed or you know have some kind of deal with them. Is True Fire. So True Fire is a. I'm sure all of you have maybe seen the advertisements or heard about True Fire. I mean, they have like. Like you name an awesome guitar player, and they got them doing like full-on uh, courses on their platform. It's kind of unbelievable what they do. Um, yeah, it's like a it's like master class just for guitar. Yeah, you know? it's like Joe Bonamassa, you know, guys like um, like all these amazing blues players. Um, you know, some some rock guys are on there, just like real pro pro guys. Um, you know, you know how they have like these massive rock stars. It's not like slashes on there giving you a, a lesson. Um, but um, you know, you got these guys that are really established, amazing pros. Well, he might give a lesson. You know, when when you know yeah. when when a show gets canceled because Axel can't get his his yeah, act he's got to pick up know? a little extra money. You know, he needs the cash. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I think a site like True Fire. That has like unlimited, it seems like, amount of courses that you can do from all styles, jazz, rock, blues, country, you know, really anything. Um, It's really, it's really cool. And it's something that's worth checking out as well, I would say. And, but that's. We mentioned Rhett Schull. Yeah, we mentioned him. We mentioned Rhett. Yeah, Fred Schull. We mentioned him. Yeah. (laughs) Fred's, he's cool because he doesn't, he, he has stuff like he has that thing that's like how to dial in tones. He has some, he has some real kind of innovative stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I, I really, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. He's, he's great. So, you know, of course, you got Rick. If you really want to know about theory, you got Rick Beato. You can buy, I I like Rick Beato book. I just can't get the, the, I I just can't. I, I, my brain cannot wrap my, I cannot get my brain wrapped around some of the theory that he teaches. And it's like, I know that I just commit myself and do it. Maybe I'll understand it. And I'm starting to get some of it. But sometimes I'll just pop on one of his videos. I'm like, in about two minutes, and I'm lost. Yeah, I don't know what the heck. He's on the whiteboard. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, the whiteboard just like filled up suddenly. It's got a bunch of shit on there. I have no idea what he's I have no idea. Yeah, so, yeah. Y- you know, you got to find the people that are right for you. But um, there's so many resources out there. I think all of them are good. I think, like, Dave, I think you hit it on the head. It's about how you think you're going to be able to learn how kind of, you know, motivated you are. <laughs> and, um, you know, 
and what you want to do. I've picked up so much stuff, just some free. I, I've never bought a paid thing online. I'd love to do that, though. There's some courses that I've seen that look like really are worth it, in particular, some of the True Fire stuff that, you know, I think is incredibly worth it just by l- looking at some some of the previews and stuff. So, yeah. Um, and just talking to people about it as well, the people have had good experiences. So, but um, I'm sure other stuff like Paul David's and other people's uh, courses are well worth it as well. So anyway. Oh, yeah. There's so much good stuff out there. But uh, yeah, there you, there you go. There you go. So we we hoped, we hoped uh, this podcast could guide some of you guys struggling out there to learn stuff like me. And, and me uh, too at times or a and, lot of the time. Yeah, occasionally, <laughs> man, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of great content out there. So uh, yeah, we, we appreciate each and every one of you listeners out there. Thank you each and every week for listening, tuning in, and uh, enjoying the show and commenting. Uh, keep finding us at Guitar Dads Podcast on Instagram. Join our private group on Facebook at Guitar Dads Podcast there. And we're having a lot of fun, and we're going to be putting up more exclusive content to that Facebook group. So if you are interested, uh, come along for the ride. And um, I think that was uh, this week's Guitar Dads podcast. That's it. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip.